Hi, this is Igor from HDHead.com. I will walk you through the basics of Red Import into Avid DS version 10.1 or above. There are a couple of things that we're not going to have time to talk about in this tutorial, and uh, those are Red Conform using AFE files from Media Composer, and also film type of workflows where you're working with Red with a film output in mind. I have created a 1080p 2398 422 sequence and uh, keep that in mind because color management in Avid DS is dependent on uh, whether you're in a 422 or 444 sequence. As with any file based workflow in Avid DS you can either capture or link to R3D files but before we do that I'm going to go to capture settings and make sure that my capture target is set to the folder where I want the clips to go. In this case that's source slash red. And the only other option that makes any difference in this panel is the media conversion scale keep aspect ratio is going to make sure that our 4k files are scaled down to high def size and in the process their aspect ratio is maintained so we don't get any uh, geometric distortion so we'll right mouse click go to capture and the new red dialog window opens up by the way the footage that i'm using in this tutorial is courtesy of uh, los angeles director of photography johnny trutman the options that we see on the right are common to any application that uses uh, the red sdk all the adjustments are sort of familiar if, if you have worked with the red so uh, we don't have time to get in, into all of these but i will show you what some some of them do uh, one convenient thing is the file info uh, when you click on this a, a window opens up with all the information that's embedded in the file and the most basic information is also included uh, in the upper right area. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, for, for the sake of speed, I'm going to uh, decrease the debayer detail from high to low and we'll keep half good as the resolution. We can switch between the default camera settings and the metadata that's embedded in the file that was set by the director of photography. If I click on default, uh, in this case the only thing it changes is the color temperature. It goes to 6500 Kelvin. If I click on metadata, the color temperature goes to 5600 Kelvin. I'm free to change and override those settings at any time. For example, we can uh, select the speed from 320 to 640 and uh, uh, see how we're pushing the shot now. And if you look at the uh, histogram down here, you'll actually see that we're clipping the shot. Some of the, some of the highlights in these hills are clipped. An important thing when uh, importing red files into Avid DS or any uh, application for that matter is to make sure you're not crushing or clipping any values because th those will be irretrievably lost. So what I'm going to do in this case is uh, uh, even if my picture doesn't look that good in this little thumbnail preview, I'm going to decrease the speed to uh, 500. And as you can see now, the, the, the clipping is gone and we still have enough range to manipulate this image later with, with color correction. Uh, moving down on the right hand side of the panel is a save RLX and load RLX option. If uh, we have uh, RLX information from Red Alert, we can load it at this time by clicking on this and pointing to it and bringing it in. On the left hand side, we can jog to any frame in this shot. It's a locked off shot, so there's a whole lot of change. The clouds are going through. And uh, right underneath that is a storage LUT, storage lookup table which is selected by default to red log. This lookup table does not affect how the color is interpreted in the shot. As you can see, I can uh, change the lookup tables, but neither the picture nor the histogram will change. This is, as the, as the description says, it's a storage lookup table. This lookup table allows DS to store a 12-bit linear image in a 10-bit space uh, in Avid DS. And red log, the default option of red log is probably what you will need to use most of the time unless you have a very compelling reason to, to, to use something else. When we're happy with our settings, all we got to do is click on OK and the clip is importing right now. There's our clip. 
Now you may ask, well, how long did it take to import this thing? This was done on a software-only AvidDS running on a XW8600 workstation. A uh, couple of things that influence the speed of the bearing are the obviously the speed of the computer, but this computer is pretty fast. And also one thing that people overlook often is the speed of your storages. The red files are located on a Firewire 800 drive, and the Avid media storage is located on a on a relatively slow 7200 uh, RPM SATA drive. The speeds that we got with this one clip are uh, 3.2 times speed for a low debayer setting, half good resolution, and 5.7 times for medium debayer and half good resolution. So if we had a one second of material, it would take 3.2 seconds in low debayer and 5.7 seconds in medium debayer setting. If you have a full Avid DS system with SAS storage, you will experience considerably faster debayering. Let's see our clip. It's a nice time-lapse shot of windmills on hills covered in snow. So let's try the second method of bringing red clips into Avid DS. If we select the clip and right mouse click on it and select link instead of capture, the same dialog window is going to open up again. And if you remember from last time, we set the speed to 500, so let's do that again. The only difference here is that the storage LUT setting does not make any difference for linked files because they're not being converted into anything else. They just remain red files. If I click on OK, uh, we got a clip with the same or file name. Uh, DS has appended 001 uh, to avoid duplicate file names here, but uh, there's a clip with a little red underline which signifies a linked clip. If I drag this into the viewer, we have the same shot except for it cannot play in real time because processing is needed as with any linked clips, you can cut with this clip, place it on timeline, do whatever you need to do with it, but you cannot play it back until you process it. Uh, the processing time for capturing and processing time for linking is the same, so it really does not matter which point you do this, uh, you, you have to do it at one point. The advantage of linked clips is that if we change the resolution here from half good into full premium and click on OK, Linked clip is, in a way, resolution independent. Uh, captured clips are always limited to the size of the raster you're working with. So if you're working in 1920 by 1080, all of your captured media, whether it comes from red or anything else, will be 1920 by 1080 in, in pixels. But if you have linked clips, those clips are not captured. The media is being pulled from the actual files, so you have the full size of the file available to you. And in case of red files, those are 4K files, so they're quite large. So what I've done by changing the resolution to full premium, now we're dealing with all of the pixels in the image. If I drop this new clip onto the source viewer, the crop has changed. We're actually looking at pixel for pixel a 4K image. To illustrate this better, what I'm going to do is I will delete this clip off the timeline. I will create a little bit of color bars, create another video track, and cut a little piece of that clip on a track above just so you can see the difference in size uh, between a normal high def 16 by 9 frame and a uh, 4k image let's zoom out some more so if this is a full 4k this is the high def size in comparison to that 4k so so we have many more pixels to work with if you have to push into this picture the, for example if I put a DVE onto this image the image will get cropped, showing you the actual size of the available pixels and showing you a 1920 by 1080 high def crop there. If we position this, here you see a little pixel for pixel crop 
which is essentially a blow up without losing any quality. This is important when we're dealing with uh, 4K files shot at 2 to 1 aspect ratio. The file that I've been using for testing here is a 16 by 9 4K file, but in case of 2 to 1 4K files, like this one here, what's going to happen with half resolution, whether it's half premium or half good, is that we'll have a little mat lines, little letterbox up here on top. Uh, a little bit of picture is going to get cropped off beyond the edges of our 1920 by 1080 raster, left and right, and then we'll have a letterbox up and down. And these are the black areas that I was talking about, up and down at the bottom of the picture. This can be corrected by right mouse clicking on the clip, selecting properties, and going to conversion mode, fit y-axis, keep aspect ratio, so they will blow, blow the picture up to meet the edges of the frame and it will push the sides out. However, what we're doing here is we are blowing up the picture that was first scaled down from the original 4K size and now we're making it a little bigger to fit a high def frame. So for quality, this is not the best thing to do, although it is a, it is a quicker workaround. Uh, the proper way to do this would be to uh, link the clip with full premium setting and now, as in our previous example, we have a full full 4K file. And then once we place that file on the timeline, we would take the properties of the clip and fit Y-axis. So what we're doing in this case is we're just scaling the file down. There's no stepping down and then stepping up. We're just going down in and preserving the quality of the image at the expense of processing time. We've only scratched the surface with this basic Avid DS Red Import tutorial. For more tips on AvidDS, uh, preset downloads, podcasts, uh, and uh, things of general nature that relate to high def and digital cinema, make sure to visit hdhead.com.